Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers, with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr Newbie. Before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Pip and Fallon creating rules so complex for this pudding competition it's making Contract Bridge look like Connect Four. The only option now for Fallon is to burn the tea rooms to the ground, leave the village and change her name. This fate is going to be full of children with spoons the size of tennis rackets, scooping whole bowls full of pavlova out in one go, dribbling in the puddings and giving everyone dicky tummies and having no idea what they've just eaten until it reappears 10 minutes after they've all been on the trampoline. Are you there? Yes, I am. I'm just, I'm just stretching. Hang on. Sorry. What the hell are you doing? Are you doing Zumba? <laughs> take this this five minute opportunity to stretch my legs because I just went for a run and I was like well when Lucy's doing her monologue I can just do my leg stretches (laughs) so I stood away from the mic I'm still listening Lucy (laughs) and laughing but I turned my volume down I didn't want you to hear me going (laughs) in case I wondered what the hell else you were doing (laughs) tight hamstring right there (laughs) so I didn't think you just what you did you can't see me and yet you can sense i can sense breath. that there is a disturbance in the force harriet carmichael right okay right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm still listening i'm listening okay <laughs> sorry lucy i was so bad i was so God. bad <laughs> okay i've turned myself right up so you can hear me laughing lovely thank you uh stella has a new dog called hoover he seems very nice, quiet, anyway. Mia gave Stella the lowdown on how miserable she's feeling about having to carry the Grundy family intellectual standard. She doesn't realise how low the bar actually is if she could just go 12 months without getting anyone involved in some semi-legal activity or threatening anyone with a shotgun, then she'll be smashing the family mould. Then we all popped over to, the, to Chris's forensic accountants for a quick chat and a giggle. Aaron, he was called. Being a forensic accountant, he was wearing a white coat and waving a scalpel around, which actually sat with the mood quite well, as Chris and Brian had both adopted the I know you are, but what am I? school of negotiation. Chris accused Brian of hiding farmhouses, and Brian said he'd simply forgotten about them. And Brian said Chris had never been good enough to marry a raging alcoholic, so it was all very jolly. The only downer was Alice, who sat there going, Chris, Dad, Chris, Dad. My personal feeling was that if you are so well set up that you need your father with you to help you remember how much money you have, what you've got and where it is, then be prepared to lose a sizable chunk of it and not moan, as you probably won't even notice. And then we whisked over to the tea rooms, where apparently the afternoon tea comes with a baguette. Eh? No, it doesn't. Afternoon tea comes with tinsy-wincy sandwiches with the crusts cut off 
And one of them is always tuna that everyone leaves as no one wants cat breath for the rest of the afternoon. But someone eats the egg ones and you'll find out who in the car on the way home. There are scones wrapped in a white napkin, dinky pots of jam, double cream, clotted if you're lucky, and a Victoria sponge which makes you want to nap after you've eaten it. But no baguettes. It's an afternoon tea, not a pret. There was a bit of Colleen and Rebecca-style handbagging between Chelsea and Mia, who I must stop thinking about as a delicate wafer for thing, as she's clearly got vegan knuckle dusters under that Thomas Hardy delivery. And the whole thing was very satisfactory, especially when Freddie suddenly remembered that he probably ought to be intervening in this unseemly catfight rather than leaning up against the microwave enjoying it all. Well, goodness me, who knew you could set up an entire catering van within a fortnight? I'd have thought getting the health and safety licences alone. Oh, what's the use? Why am I bothering? Of course Ian will be at the fate selling pizzas a fortnight after being fired and having spent that fortnight by his own admission sitting in the garden. Where's Xander going to be while Ian and Adam are slaving away over a hot hand-milled pizza stone, presumably playing with the chassis or locked in one of those dog cages people bring to country fairs when the urge to bite people wearing pink trousers gets too much? And let's face it, we've all been there. Roy was photographed as the reassuring face of Gay Grables for the new website, which was surprising, as every time they ran out of bread at Gay Grables, Roy ran about screaming, and it's either Kirsty or Krusty that had to fix it and leave him rocking in the fetal position in the corner of reception. However, we are where we are, and in the absence of any other staff at all, Roy it is. Ardil was horrified to find that Roy's car had been graffitied. This is awful, Roy, said Ardil. Why does it say Roy is a massive racist? Never mind that, said Roy hurriedly. There was a great deal of patronising rubbish about Will deciding he wanted to edumacate himself with that there book learning, which was frankly toe-curling. And finally, the bit that had me bellowing at the radio like Otto the Bull, desperate to have another pop at Tony. Everybody wants to spare Kate any upset because she gets so stressed and panicky. <laughs> oh, really? I am totally Team Chris on this. Kate is one of those people who goes around telling people her truth with impunity and prides herself on believing in honesty, no matter how much it hurts people's feelings, but yet remembers every single comment made to her that didn't reflect her own perception. Perfection, rather. She was vile to Amy, who, although annoying, didn't deserve that. She has attempted to manipulate her grandmother and her boyfriend for her own ends, was horrendously snobbish about the horror pins, has casually insulted pretty much everyone in the village, and has absolutely no friends. But she needs protecting because she is fragile. <laughs> fragile, my ass. Take over spiritual hummus, Chris. Although I imagine it wouldn't even buy you a pint of milk for the mini fridge in the forge. And if Kate is not working in the chicken factory by the end of this year, I, for one, will be greatly disappointed. The end. <laughs> I listened to every word and now I'm yeah. sitting down. Good. Well <laughs> done. But I don't feel elongated after all. Don't you? You are now quite titchy, feel... though. It'd be a long, long time before you felt elongated. <laughs> I still feel a bit stiff. Um, uh, that was very good, Lucy. Well done. Thank you very much, Harriet. <laughs> I was, I was totally listening, <laughs> but I was mostly thinking about Aaron <laughs> and his jolly appearance on the show. <laughs> he was a funny one, Aaron, wasn't he? What do we have to say? He about was a funny Aaron? one. He was, he was a, a funny one. He was a jolly forensic accountant, wasn't he? <laughs> he seemed remarkably unperturbed that there was <laughs> people was like... about to come to blows in his office, but as he I... said, happens all the time. <laughs> I just love the fact that he sat back, put his legs up on yeah. the table and sort of sniggered along. Yeah. Oh, this is great, yeah. this is. Well, there was oh. a lot of that. There was Freddie just watching, you know, Chelsea yeah. and Mia dumping pops of trifle over each other's <laughs> yes. heads. 
while weird. Will just sat there going, oh, that was so weird. Mia, that was, uh, it was so weird that there was a full on row going on, and no, and you're right, no one intervened no, for, for no a good one. seven minutes. No, no one even said, What the hell do you think you're doing? Calm down, or we're leaving, or don't be rude, or anything <laughs> anyone even, normal would say. Will didn't even, you, you thought maybe he could have just sort of gone, Oh, uh, uh, even even if his lines weren't written down for him, like just a reaction. Yeah, this is a slightly awkward. Yeah, you know, like that your waitress is being horrible to your daughter, whatever she is, stepdaughter. Yes, but but yeah, it was a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah, very. And then Freddie basically going, "Oh, don't worry, it's fine. Don't worry, you'll get the hang of it." Yeah, no, no, no. Come on, no. Starting a punch up with the clientele is not, you know. It's not in the handbook. For... Not in the handbook. And Definitely. it's not good for Chelsea either. If no. She can, she can just if you're get not... away with it. Freddie was fair and firm. Actually, I quite liked his firm. I thought he actually came into his own a bit when he... Well, it was after she'd said to him, you need to be a bit more whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, he sort of... And then he he was, but to her, which... Yeah, but, but... she basically needed a smack bottom yes, for she that behaviour. She did, little madam. And... Freddie was the one to give it to her. Yes. Maybe not. He would have got fired. But, yeah. but um, yeah, it was very yeah, it was strange this week. It wasn't quite the same sort of, um, didn't have quite the same energy as the week before, I didn't think. Well, I know why we liked the week before so much. It was a Warburton week. Oh, we like a Warburton we week. We do like we, a Warburton Lucy? week. We like a Kerry or a Warburton week. We do. We? Well, it's because we don't know who all the other writers are. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like, what, we, what I always think I like is the Corrie weeks. Where, yes. you know, like, yeah. where they're yeah. in the corner shop weeks where it's yeah. just bants yeah. and it's quite warm and funny yeah. and a bit over the top and hammy. Yeah. But it's good old sort of um, panto style humour. Yes. Uh, and this was slightly spikier. But it wasn't very spiky. That's the thing. It never actually got well, grumpier, to... grumpier. Grumpier, but actually just very immature the whole time. Yes. There was just... Everyone was behaving immaturely. Mm. Like, uh, you know, the the um, the spat between Chris and Brian and you're right, Alex. Uh, uh, what's it? Alice was infuriating. Yeah, her whininess because you're like, well, hang on, just take a step back, young lady. You were the one that decided we, when everyone said, "Don't get lawyers involved because yeah. it's going to get really ugly." Yeah, you, yeah, this is your decision. You should have listened to the mediators. And Chris and, and Chris was dead right. If he'd known yeah. that Brian was going to be there, he should have had somebody there. I was absolutely cheering Chris on. Except, can you week. imagine, it would have been Susan or Neil, either of which. Neil would have just sat there going, <coughs> and Susan would have gone, I did everything! She'd have had Alice know, by the hair Aaron. banging her head on the desk within about two seconds. Do you like pigs, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he oh, seems yeah, a nice chap to me, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now pigs, that's something I can really comment on. My um my sister's a forensic accountant. Oh, and really? my mother in law. Yeah, they are they are a, they have a their own forensic accountant business. Wow. So uh, yeah, and, and so she does a lot of this sort of stuff and actually she also a uh, poor thing, every time one of our friends is in the middle oh, of the course no. or something, they're like, Can you give me some advice? <laughs> and then she's like, Oh fuck. So when people ask me to draw things, it's yeah. like, Oh god, don't you realize it takes a long time. Anyway, um but uh so so I, I texted her, she doesn't listen to the Archers, but I was like, oh, would you mind, um, on Monday, I was like, or Tuesday, I was like, would you mind having listened to last night's episode because um, it involves a forensic accountant and it's about a divorce yeah. case. And I just wondered if this was sort of like true, Would you know, yeah. was Aaron sort of true to character? And she was like, um, okay, 
Um, I, I, I might have a listen, but as you know, I'm um, moving out of my house tomorrow into an Airbnb because we're about to have work. I'm in the middle of a school run and I'm having a baby in five days. Oh, no. So <laughs> if I don't listen, that's why. And she just, she didn't bother listening, Lucy. The cow. Honestly, some people. Talk about loyalty. I know. No. Anyway, so she's, she's too busy to listen, but I might try and get her opinion on it. But I just, I, I wondered what, what the point of having Aaron in the scene was, really. I know. They might as well have just met for a pint in the bottle and had a punch up in the car park afterwards. That's what. I really, I love. I actually really enjoyed him being there because I really liked his laid backness yeah. and his cheery disposition. <laughs> but he did sort of think, what's the point of him? Yeah, yeah remarkably <laughs> unconcerned. And, having, um, and then it turned out anyway. that every, everything he'd done was wrong anyway. He said, oh, well, yeah, okay, I'll have another but look at that. That's what I wanted to ask my sister. I wanted to say, <laughs> is it likely that he wouldn't have already found out about spiritual home and this yeah. cottage? And He's a forensic yeah. accountant. <laughs> he's not, not an absent-minded one. He's not like a part, you know, someone they just plucked off the street. Yeah. He, is, he should have looked into this forensically. And, uh, and you know, surely it's not that hard to find out that Brian's got some random yeah. cottage. And when he knows. said, is that true, Brian? Yeah. I thought, well, goodness me, are you surprised that one yeah. of your clients may be hiding assets? And Brian's like, <laughs> this is no. a shock to you. You might need to rethink your career, to be honest. But anyway. Aaron, it's not true. Oh, okay. All right. I'll write that down. <laughs> Good, I was worried then. I thought I'd forgotten something. <laughs> I thought I hadn't been very forensic about things, actually, Brian. Oh, let me put my rubber gloves on again. <laughs> Snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a bit funny, but I, I hope he comes back. And then did you see the lovely actor who plays Aaron tweeted his joy at being in the art oh. infectious. It was so lovely. And and I, I thought he had such a nice um, energy. I hope, I hope he becomes a character. <laughs> Maybe you'd like to consider taking over Gay Grables. How about that? <gasps> yes. Wouldn't it be funny if he... Be- well, yeah, it wouldn't really, would it? It would. But he my might God, I think if you were a forensic Gables. accountant and you got involved with gay grables, you'd go and oh my God. throw yourself off beachy head. <laughs> but, but that's the thing about Ardil, isn't it? You you get the impression he might be uh, wrapped up in a few dodgy dealings. I can't work him out though, Lucy, no. because he's got that sinister, manipulative, horrible side. You know, like uh, and sort of um, taking advantage of thick Roy. Yeah. Like, oh, somebody hasn't checked their emails yes. today, and I'm and going then, to offer you yes. half what you were earning last year. <laughs> oh, all right then. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, I accept. Kathy said it. it was loads. Oh my. Well, God. it's not loads because that was Kathy, and you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> and Roy four pound ninety an hour. Roy just literally rolled over and yeah. became his bitch all right in, then. in thirty seconds. Yeah. yeah. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, spread eagled on the bed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, with my clothes off. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, like this, Benji. Did you hit, did you guess who Benji was? Yes. <laughs> I, that's my favourite game of the Archers. When they have a tiny yeah. character that's one of the other cast. Yeah. And guess, guess the cast member. That should be a feature on this podcast. <laughs> But unfortunately, they don't do it often enough. I wish... It's, it's Let's a shame. play doubling up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> what, what accent is this Is this actor going to use to differentiate them to themselves? Cunningly from, disguised. <laughs> from a posh boy. <laughs> no, I liked it. I like Benji. Hmm. He can come back. Him and Aaron were yeah. a breath of fresh air this week, Lucy. <laughs> Um, but no, but Ardhill is so smarmy. But then, uh, but then I can't still can't work out if Ardhill 
is smarmy smarmy all the time or like when Roy was like everybody hates me they're my best friends if Arda was the professional guy he seems to be wouldn't he be like um Roy you need to go home and have a think about you know like yeah grow up oh my god you've just you took you 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 decided to take this job it took you 10 seconds to decide you didn't read your contract properly have a good look at yourself and stop being so stupid and or, or just or just take it on the chin this will blow over and they like come on mate this is a job you needed a job anyway yeah. i don't know there was something a bit annoying about roy um crying on ardil's sh- shoulder and ardil being like there there young man but i didn't know if that was genuine from ardil or if that was still his well, sort of well you can only judge people side. can't you by when you've seen them with their subordinates and their superiors so yeah, when okay. we see Ardil in in yeah. contact with whoever has actually bought the damn hotel, and is it not time that they told us? Yeah, um, then uh, then we'll be able to see what he's really like. Because at the moment, all the co- yeah. all the conversations we're having with him, we're hearing from him, are with him putting on the act. We don't know whether that's an act yet because we haven't seen. It's all been one yeah. note. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he trying to be nice? Mm. Is- yeah or yeah but it, but do you watch um call my agent yes and and, and I, i'm on the second series and when um ashim becomes the new boss yeah um so um my uh andrea's friend yeah is, is childhood friend he and he's a sort of like uh smarmy hugely successful businessman who knows nothing about yeah. the um industry and 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 that's thing, and he comes in and then expects everyone to do his bidding, doesn't yeah. he? And, and he and and it would just really reminded me of Ardil, yeah. But except for the fact that Ashim is super sinister and cold and like a psychopath, but, yes. but and so perfectly played, yeah. And uh, so I think you know, I don't know something. There's something about Ardil that doesn't ring true, but maybe that's all um, part of the journey. Well, we d- yes, we just need to see him with more people don't we? We need to see him yes. out of Gay Grables. We need to see him with a private life. We need to see him with... Um, well, maybe just losing his shit because it's yeah. all very sort of one Controlled and yes, yes, yes. And it's all in this tone, isn't yeah. it? And I, I feel like we need to see another, uh, more truthful side yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. It's all very sanitised. Oh, Roy, this is terrible. Your yeah. car. Why do you drive around in that shitty old Honda? <laughs> Get... No, Ardil, the graffiti. Oh, yeah. yes, we've all been there. Oh, my God. Sorry. What's the matter? Oh, my God. Rufus just kindly gave me a cup of coffee, but I was... Woo! I wasn't expecting it. It gave me a real shock. <laughs> he opened the door, and I hadn't even noticed it open, and then he was just hovering there. With a and I turned round, <laughs> and I was like, oh, dear. Sorry. Shouldn't have been shocking. It's just, this is my husband. <laughs> oh, he does I'm live not, there, does he? I'm not, I mean, in a, I'm, not, I'm not in a complicated relationship. <laughs> I love him dearly. A man's oh. just, a dead man's just fallen out of the, out of the wardrobe in his underpants. Oh my God. Oh no, it's my husband. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Did you wake up like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, we both had a, both had a tough night. Yes. <clears throat> well, interestingly... Yeah. Your tough night. Yeah. Bearing in mind the conditions in which Port Rex is in. Yes, um, he's, he's, Ill, he's an Ill, Ill three, Ill, Ill toddler. This know. is about slurry, this email. <laughs> there was a lot of that last night. Oh, Both ends. Was he multitasking? Oh, he multitasking, was. Multitasking, multitasking. Oh. 
Oh, and also, Lucy, happened because he was sleeping in our bed because he was oh. so distressed, and I hadn't put the mattress topper on the mattress because I'd washed it, oh. and so the sick went right and soaked down, okay. and I, <laughs> I was so gutted because it's such a nice mattress, and it stinks, and oh. I didn't know what to do, and I panicked. So I got napisan, you know that? Yes, one? yes. And then I made a bowl of that and then I just basically like threw it on the mattress. <laughs> and I don't think the mattress will ever dry. Oh. And, and I think I've bleached. Anyway, if anyone has any tips on how to get sick and shit off Biological mattress, washing, washing powder. But I can't put my mattress in the washing machine. No, no, no. You just make up a solution. Get, an, get a biological laundry capsule and do it in um, cold water, I think. D- d- dissolve it in co- in hot water, then let it go cold, and then do it because um, that's what vets use. Is it like when they've got a cow mattress and they're trying yes. to clean one of those? Yes, they so they get Alistair around with yeah, yeah, yeah. his uh, yeah. with, with his with squeegee his, uh, with his Persil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Give oh, that okay. a real ballister. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stella. <laughs> um, uh, faster, yeah, Alistair. Faster. <laughs> I like your name for her dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick transitioning. She's got the dog now, hasn't she? Yeah. She saw There's it no, once. No it barked once. Or anything. <laughs> uh, nothing. Alice is a bit of an irresponsible, but don't you have to have a CRB check or something? Honestly, the irresponsibility <laughs> in Ambridge is unbelievable. It's like one of those districts where the council's just gone bankrupt and gone completely rogue and just gone, right, fine, everyone do what the fuck they want. We don't care anymore. <laughs> So, you know, we've got we've got food vans opening with none of the correct <laughs> licensing or anything else. Just, yes, I've just converted what, a caravan. What a lame launch <sighs> to launch at your local fate. Yeah. Why not, guys, come on. Why not go to a, why not go to a Felpersham's Jubilee street party and yeah. launch there? Yeah. There's more people, guys. Yeah. They're going to sell a bit more. Even Hugh Whitless Ferningstall doesn't go to a flipping... Village fate at Lit My Jew actually he has his own flipping fates now, doesn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, expect so. Mm. Expect so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to one, but uh, he'd be a good he'd be a good um, special guest. I'm surprised he hasn't been on. Do you know what I'm doing for my birthday? I thought you were doing karaoke. Yes, I am doing karaoke. Oh, but yeah. okay. do you know what I'm doing as a special treat for my birthday? Oh, are you going out with Hugh Fenley Whitting still? No, he's busy. I did ask. Um, he did say hello to me once on Fitzroy Square. I think he thought he knew me, which was a bit oh, startling. But anyway. Um, Lucy. I think he's the kind of guy that if you said hello to, he'd say hello. But a bit like Monty Don, if you said hello, I expect they'd be really friendly back to you. Yes. Well, yeah. but, well but I didn't say hello to him. He just said hello to me. And I went, ah! and jumped, which was um, a bit, must have made him think, right, well, I will make sure not to say hello to her again then. Um, but guess what I am doing? I am going to Kate Humble's farm and I am going to learn about pigs. Are you what? jealous? No. No? No? What? Are you Neil? What's going on? Yes. You're going into the archers? Yes. To run Barrow? Yes. No. Wow. If I was running Barrow, I would knock all the horrible barns down and I'd just raise everything to the ground and make a lovely field and let them all run around. <laughs> I'd just around. make a big swimming pool. Mm, drown them all. Um, so they're oh, all I forgot that you wouldn't think this was good. But hang on, you're going to go and learn about pigs, but now you've just said you're going to drown all the pigs. No, no, no. You said that you would build a split swimming pool and I said oh, yeah. then you oh, would yeah. drown all the pigs. No, yeah, no, I'd, I'd put the pigs in to pasture or whatever you do with them and then I'd build a swimming pool for me. <laughs> um, if I had Barry. But hang on, story. What? So story. are you going to get some pigs? 
Ideally, yes. Wow, yes. that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, that'll be like, you'll be sort of like the agricultural expert then on the on our podcast. I'll be what's dismissively called a hobby farmer. Oh, 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 oh. So you're basically going to be Jeremy Clarkson. Yes! <laughs> Except not as right-wing and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you, gonna, you are definitely going to do some rewilding, aren't you? <laughs> what, you mean not weed? I won't have bloody time to be weeding, so I'm going to be No, you'll definitely do the, yeah, the, the wilding. But it, will you meet Kate Humble then? I don't know. I don't think so. It's just courses that are run from her place. Oh, that's exciting. Where yeah. is her place? In Montgomeryshire. What? Where's that? Is that in Wales? In the, no, it's on the edge of North Wales. Oh, right. How mm. lovely, Lucy. Yes, I know. Oh, I can't wait. Can I come and see you for a day? No. Oh, oh <laughs> do, uh, when I'm, when I'm doing the pig thing. Yeah, yeah. No, because you won't like it. You'll turn up in sort of leopard skin ankle boots or something. I and not. I grew up in pig country. I know, but you are trying to pretend that you didn't <laughs> and that you grew up in Covent Garden. I know you. <laughs> I only sound like where I grew up from if I'm in a taxi. It's the only time people go, oh, are you from uh, the West Country? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. I am. Terribly what? Yes, I am. <laughs> I, ter- I terribly much am, yes. <laughs> But I only talk like this with taxi drivers. <laughs> Do you call them mate? And um... No, I don't ever. I just, hello, hi. Can you give me a good rating? I'll give you a good rating if you give me one. Can you open the window a bit? I think it's I'm going like, to be sick. My, uh, my mum's family and my mum are all from Yorkshire. And she used to go, um, hello. And if she met anyone from hello, I'm from Yorkshire. <laughs> It's too marvellous. How do you do? I'm from Yorkshire. I remember her meeting my friend from Durham once. Oh, how do you do? I'm from the north. (laughs) But you you wouldn't know, would you? I I, I did terrifically well. Uh, Anyway. um, Yes. yes. Slurry. So, yeah, well done. Slurry. Yes. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Isabel says... Um, I am positive the farming consultant must have had a couple of weeks off during this story. I will preface this with the fact I used to live in Birmingham where school trips involve going to Ash End Farm and telling us what a cow was. So my farming knowledge is minimal. However, I now live in Shropshire and without fail every year, there is shit on the roads and slurry on the fields. It's <laughs> oh. just a big part of life living next to many farming communities. I fail to understand why this is an issue for residents of Ambridge, especially Jimmus, who has lived in the countryside for many years. Also, I thought you'd like to know that in Bridge North, my boyfriend knew someone who was a farmer who used human's shit as fertiliser. Apparently you can use it for wheat, but not root crops. It took the town council getting involved to get him to stop, so it could always be worse. May your tenors be absorbent and your wine always chilled. (laughs) Love to all of you, Izzy. I'll have that on my gravestone. Thanks. Oh my God. Human shit on the fields. That's going to stink to high heaven. It's bad enough when they do pig... Shit. Whoa. Oh yeah, Pigs I remember like horrible my smell. visiting my father-in-law in Suffolk, and there'd be like flies everywhere because yeah. there was shit all over the fields. Yeah, and just the fly—it was like Day of the Triffids, but with flies. It was yucky. <laughs> but I did grow up in the country, actually. I did. Yes, was it Yorkshire? Um, but it was, it was Hampshire. Hampshire. <laughs> Hampshire. Uh, terribly country down there. <laughs> Terribly, uh, poor oh poor thing. That's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. I don't think, I don't think that should be allowed. But, but is it cheaper? Probably is cheaper, isn't it? To, well, God, I don't, I don't where do you collect that. it from? And where, who sells it? Well, they who do. Sells the human the, shit. The, the drainage, the the um waste. The sewers, 
Yeah, the sewage. I mean, they separate Bloody it all hell. off, don't they? And they do things. So you're living to it. next to an open sewer, basically. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I know. I know what she means. Yeah. Why haven't they had a slurry issue before? Yeah. Well, they did. They've they've been. They always used to talk about the new people that moved into Gleeblands would complain that there was muck on the muck on the roads, mud on the roads, straw on the roads. Right. And that was always the signifier of someone who was a townie who'd moved in and, you know, gone, oh, now they're moaning about the straw on the roads. But it just, you know, if you want fields and you, how do they think it happens? Oh, God. People moving into rural areas and then whinging about. With with a watering can, Lucy. (laughs) And put some of that, um, you know, seaweed stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Tomorite. One one cap for every uh, washing can. (laughs) Does the job. Couple of bottles of field. Should be fine. Um, yeah, they... Uh, or just make your own compost. Come on, guys. It's, Throw a few ugh. tomatoes in there, a couple of twigs, scrunch it all about. Done. I think the, 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 the trope about people moving in and complaining about uh, cockerels and cows on the road and people, you know... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cows mooing too early in the, in the, in the um, milking parlors and stuff like that. And you just think... You can't believe people are that thick, but they really are. And they do moan about this sort but of stuff. Actually, I th- but I think probably if you move there and you haven't been there in fertilising season, and also the stink, this, it is quite a horrible smell. It must take quite a while to get well, used no to Well, no one goes, mmm, when they're spreading pig shit on the fields, but you know, it doesn't last forever and then it yeah. goes. And if the wind's in the right direction, you don't smell it at all. <laughs> so. Sounds delightful. Mm. I must move to the country yeah. again. <laughs> can't wait. I'd rather live here with the pollution. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Right. The Rev Julie ah, says, yes. uh, I was jumping up and down listening to this week's episode when Lucy was talking about her vocal warm up exercise. It <laughs> comes from The Mikado by Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh. I am a GNS aficionado, having sung in just about all the operas in my time. It comes from a brilliant trio sung by Pooh Bar, Coco and Pish Tush. They sing their verses alone and then in counterpoint sing against each other. It's not really a true patter song like I am the very model of a modern major general from Pirates of Penzance, but the tongue twisting nature is very similar. The vocal exercise words comes at the end when all three sing together to sit in solemn silence in a dull dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chipper on a cheap and chippy and you mess it up from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block. Thirdly, 
Having had a, I don't want to get that modelled up. Nope. Uh, thirdly, having had a glimpse of Harriet in stage school tiger mother mode, I am now rather scared of her. <laughs> Fourthly, Matt Rodriguez Payne is a stone cold genius. Yep. She says, so thrilled at the prospect of a Mr. Newbie Beverly Drains update. Yep, it's on its way, Julie. Hold your fire. It's, it'll be on in about 10 minutes. Um, explosive. It, <laughs> she is explosive. Um, okay. Right. We have, we, have a, we have a contentious view here. Is that a peacock in your background? No, it's a small child There was something that was screaming. going... It's a small child. It's, I think its okay, mother fine. locks it out regularly. When it's, it's time out is to sit in the garden. <laughs> it's basically like um, Xander. Yes. Yeah. It sits in the garden on time out and then it looms up at the kitchen windows going, Mommy! Until oh, she God. lets it back in. Anyway, um, Liz Danziger and Beth. Uh, no, because that is Liz. <sighs> Liz Danziger and Olivia say... Yeah. Over the years, the term entitlement has been aimed at sundry archers, pargeters and aldridges. Yet last night, we could have sworn that it was Chris Carter who was defending his entitlement. For fuck's sake, Alistair's contribution to the success of Home Farm and associated businesses has been negligible. Chris has been sod all. We are Team Brian against the parasite. Big hugs, Beth and Olivia. Wow, that is so controversial. It is. I completely disagree because I don't think Chris would have been like this no. if he'd been treated with some respect. I agree yeah. with him. They just don't. Yeah. And and Brian is so stupid for going down that, oh, you were never good enough, really. Yeah. Chris yes. is not thick. He's going to go for everything he can because Alice has set him up to do this now. And he's an entrepreneur. It's not like he's just sat there, you know, with his feet up. He's, yeah, he's, he's really he started his own business. business and he's doing really well. And also, and also you can be paid in oh, cash. Oh my God, so annoying. Yeah. You can be paid in cash and of still you can. declare it, obviously. De- well, that's, that's going to be, that's going to yeah. be the, that's going to, uh, Brian's going to be humiliated, I hope. But I mean, I just think Alice should be having a word with herself because she did, and Brian, and all of them who didn't push her to stay with the mediators. Yeah. Because this is not, because basically, don't forget, you've still got Martha at the heart of this and this is, and I, I hate it when people are not referencing that they're, that, you know, Chris, I mean, Chris as well. He's like, oh, I'm doing it for Martha. But it's like, well, mm. come on, guys. Look, um, I want to do some mediation with you guys. Um, You've got to put Martha in the middle here and think about her future. Um, Yeah, let's stop being so selfish. And Maybe they should get Kate to come oh and mediate. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> also, as if Kate's business is worth anything. I know. I know. It's just surely worth the cost of three teepees, isn't it? Yeah. And the whole thing's propped up by Borchester land anyway, isn't it? I mean, exactly. ooh, whatever it is. And fun. Jacob has stopped being Jacob. I didn't like that he wasn't... He was too emotionally involved. Yes. I thought. He'd he, have just he, said, shut up, Kate. It's yeah, fine. It's not your they, business. Keep yeah, out of it. Exactly. They've forgotten yeah. who he is. Yes. Which is annoying. And he used a phrase as well. Uh, triggered her. It's triggered oh, her. And oh, I thought, I... Jacob wouldn't say that. No. He would keep his nose out, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. It was much better. Yeah, because actually I, I really liked it when him and Chris were sort of... And it's so typical of to... Brian that Brian's going, could you have a dig around, please? Yeah. Could you do that? And you think, no, yeah. Brian, just for once in a while, just do it the straight, honest, honourable way. Not by yeah. yanking on people you know, you git. Git. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's very interesting oh. that uh, Liz has gone gone Brian. Yes. Yeah. No, I really can't, and I do think that Ryan is Brian. Ryan. Brian is going to have a bloody heart attack. Yeah. Well, I think that's where it's heading. Is that? Isn't is, it? that is that what we yeah, shadow, that's definitely where okay. it's heading. Yeah. 
Yes, he didn't sound Because it had well, everything, no. you know, that'll be the climax mm. and then things will calm down. Yes. Because he hasn't had a heart attack yet, has he? No, he's had everything Someone else. Like... He's got epilepsy. Has he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He and had that... to stop driving oh, yes. for oh, two years. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and that's the thing there. And uh, yeah, that it, it, he'll have a heart attack. As long as they don't kill him off, we're, we're, we're good to go on that. Yeah. Oh, no, don't kill him off. No, they can't, they can't. He'll be, he'll be there forever, won't he? Mm. Basically runs the show, doesn't he? He's sort of... <laughs> he is the, the royalty. Uh, ah, aha! This is Joanne, who says, I wonder if Brian's going to have a heart attack from the stress of Alice's divorce proceedings <laughs> and how her assets are being dealt with. That might be the thing that tips her over the edge and makes her start drinking again. Oh, no! Oh, no. God, Joanne, I hadn't thought of that. He no, sounded in rough I, shape after their meeting this week. I don't think that she'll go back. No, no, I don't think she will. I think he definitely will have a hard step, and that will just. And then Chris and Alice will just yeah. probably probably get back together. To be honest, now that Alice knows he was trying to get the family to buy out her share, she might just go behind Brian's back and agree to a settlement that is generous to Chris, yes, just to yeah. get it over with. And yeah. that would really drive Brian crazy. I do love Brian as a character, but I totally think he was trying to scam the forensic accountant by undervaluing as much as he possibly could. I agree. I think that's just his default position. It's a, it's a <laughs> reflex. He can't not. We obviously don't tell them the whole truth, you know. Except, as we said, then the forensic accountant just hasn't done his job. Yeah. Literally his only job, he hasn't done it. The vague accountant. I think Freddie did a good job dealing with Chelsea once he'd had time to figure out what he'd done wrong the first time round. And holy cow, didn't Will let Maya walk all over him at the orange tree? Yes, it's been so long since my teens that I can't think how my dad would have reacted. But if I'd behaved like that in front of my mum, she'd have said, right, you're being obnoxious, we're leaving right now. And we'd never even have ordered. Absolutely, yes. And also, I couldn't really, I I forgot how old they were because I was thinking, oh, they're acting so immature. Yeah. But actually, they're playing... 16 year olds aren't yeah. they because they're doing their GCSEs but actually is Chelsea older I think Chelsea might be a bit older yeah but so I don't know like but I think even for a 16 year old is not going to be that immature are they no it's a bit it was a bit playgroundy yeah. wasn't it it was quite sweet you know actually talking of um uh teenagers and thinking that they're more grown up than they actually are um my <laughs> My daughter, who is uh, now 19 and thinks she's incredibly sophisticated and grown up <laughs> and everything else, uh, she said <laughs> she had to remake an appointment at the optician. And um, I said, so have you, have you, because she needed contact lenses and stuff. And I said, so have you done that then? And she went, hmm, they're enga- engaged. It's engaged all the time. And I said, is it all the time? I said, it's a, are you sure? Because it's an optician in Pocklington. I mean, it's, it's, it's be really surprised if it's, she said, no, no, they're very, very busy. And then uh, this, and then it kept going, kept going, kept going, and um, still didn't happen. And then in the end, she went, please, can you ring them for me? <laughs> and I went, why? And she said, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm still with her. I, that is exactly what I do. I do it with Rufus. I don't, I hate phoning. I hate phoning things. I think it's like, I, I think now as well, like for, for younger people as well, phoning is quite a difficult yeah. thing to do. Yeah. But, and you don't know, and if you don't know what to say, it, it, it frightens you, doesn't it? You don't want to do it. You just want someone else to do it for you. I'm going to get it wrong somehow. And Yeah, or just yeah. to have that conversation is to have to sort of, not that you're going into conflict with someone, but it's like you're going to have to do something that you don't, you know they're not really going to like because you're, 
postponing it or whatever. I honestly, I'm still really babyish about things like that. I, I hate if it's like the dentist or anything. I'll always email. I hate picking up the phone and speaking to someone. That's <laughs> behind so a weird. Desk. It is, isn't it? Such a babyish thing to do, but but I, I'm totally with uh, with your daughter. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I didn't say her name because I didn't know if you'd like to use her name. Tilly. Yes. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know if we'd, we, yes. I didn't know if you'd ever come uh. out that you had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Considering my Twitter feed is mostly fueled by oh, the lunatic actually. things she it says. Is, yeah, but you never say Tilly. No. You always just say my no. daughter. Yes. Fair enough. Um, okay, so good luck, Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, surely in Pocklington, they'll be so lovely at the opticians, yes. won't they? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yes um with her uh yeah so maybe they would be that immature maybe that's maybe they're yeah chelsea and mia um but it is but yeah they both needed a good old slap after that didn't they yes they really did they really did they were obnoxious little sods um yeah. uh yes and not, also not that i condone violence lucy will is on children is notoriously um obsessed with sort of status and behaving right in front of the quality so there's no way he'd have let her behave like that in lower locksley orangery either was it lower Lock? it wasn't the orangery that had a baguette for afternoon yes time, yes what i no, know but... oh yeah he said and then he went or like... hot dinner and i thought a hot meal and i thought it's afternoon tea that's what you're going for that's what you've booked you plonker yeah in the orangery. Yeah. I don't think you'd have a baguette in the orangery. No. Anyway. I've never had a baguette in the orangery anyway. Um, Mike Chambers has emailed us and said, I'm not a lawyer myself, but I've worked enough with them to be able to offer an opinion on the home farm assets. Oh, yes. And I've also listened to enough archers to realise the futility <laughs> of guessing, he says. But as folks are pointing out, the courts may void the transfer of assets if it's determined that they were not complete before an actual or impending liability. I don't understand that. That said, the detail we're, of course, missing is the specific language of the Home Farm Partnership Agreement. From what Brian has said, it sounds like each farm asset is specifically part-owned by everyone in the partnership. So that means that Chris would be able to lay claim to a part of each asset individually and therefore make the separation hugely messy with each asset the subject of valuation arguments. Oh, this all Lucy. sounds bonkers and gets harder to visualise. Uh, so things like the non-physical assets, like the home farm contract with Borsetshire Land. Uh, however, because we don't know, the residents of Ambridge, the writers can do almost whatever they like and probably will. Uh, if Alice is brought out of the agreement, then it's possible in divorce proceedings this is seen as fine, as long as Chris still gets their share as a portion of the sale value. Uh, my prediction is that Rory will get involved here because he's no longer proxied by Ruth, is he? Because he's over oh, yeah. 18 now. And either his escapades will be outed through a let's use your crypto money conversation. Oh, or Rory's sugar mummy will actually come to the financial rescue. Oh, wow. Oh, that is interesting. He says deliciously Rory's sugar mummy will come to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you and keep up the podcast. It is my escape of frantically cooking dinners at the end of usually very long days. Oh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Mike. No, we just we just make him nice and sleepy, ready for bed. Yes, absolutely. He's probably nodded off before he even gets well, to eat it. I have to say, all that legal talk has given me a bit of a headache. Mm. See. I, I, it's too complicated. Yes, it? that's the trouble with it all. But that's why they don't make it. That's yeah. why they just make it like just trust us. Anyway, look, look over there. Anyway, yeah. it's fine. But that's a great uh, prediction about Rory getting involved. Although Rory, in his current state, would just say, "Give it to Chris." 
Yeah. And and rinse Alice for all she's yeah. worth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, good legal, good good that we have a bit of like technical. Yes, someone good. who knows it's, what it's, they're talking oh, about. Oh, it's so so refreshing, isn't it, Lucy? When we can just shut up and listen to someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Yes, <laughs> it, it, right in. And we sit there going ah uh-huh. without uh-huh. knowing what uh-huh. he's on about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds. Thank right. you so much. That's brilliant. Okay, <laughs> guys, did you get that? Good. Was someone okay. taking notes? <laughs> wasn't listening. It's good. It's good. It means there's a bit of intellect in our show. Yes. Which is what it definitely. God has. help us. Yes. Um. Right. And Matt Rodriguez Payne. I'm not doing the 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 the, uh, the, the music yet, but he has um a, two questions. Oh. Where will Lily and Freddie each get a million pounds from when oh. one of them loses the bet? They've only got two years to save up. What a load of absolute. Are you ten? Yes, you are. Yeah. What was that? Honestly. I know. I know. Oh, God. dog poo that was. Yeah. Also, why is Whispering Aldi intent on creating a Gay Grables website with photos when it is currently a building site with all fixtures and frou frou removed from it? Because it's to tempt us in. <sighs> when they see that picture of Royal staked up with an apple in his mouth, <laughs> they'll know what they're getting in the future. Ooh, that's made me feel a bit queasy. Why would you get Roy? Why? I know. Wouldn't you get someone a bit prettier? To yes. Your website? Yeah. Yeah. And why shouldn't Ardil be in the way? Why? Why couldn't it be a picture of the manager? Or Personally, the I would take photos of Lower Loxley and just fraudulently put them on and say, "There we go. That's it. Yep. That's Ardil. That's Elizabeth in the front, dressed as Ardil. Yep. Lovely. Um, and here's an Easter bunny. Yeah. <laughs> um. Laurie Jones, to time travelling Laurie Jones. Laurie, welcome back. Says she is oh. Schrodinger's cat. She said, okay. Harriet thinks I'm an American girl. Lucy thinks I'm a crazy old bloke from Surrey. And Febreze thinks I'm a truck. I feel like Schrodinger's cat, <laughs> being a girl, a bloke, and a truck all at the same time. Let's not <laughs> open that box and find out. I'd rather not know. My timeline is close to converging with yours, and I have wow. but one observation. I'm glad I didn't take Harriet's and my own advice and get on with my life instead of listening to every minute of the previous four months. I would have missed Roy and Kate the goldfish. And more importantly, I would have missed that magnificent funeral dirge for Roy the fish. That alone was worth slogging through the mysteries, Valentine's Day, (laughs) Hazel Woolley, etc. Well done to the theme guy. That's Matt. Or girl. Or truck. (laughs) Love you, Laurie. The theme guy. Let's call him the theme guy. Theme guy! Hey, Lucy, what's the theme guy got for us this week? <laughs> Laurie, I, I'm tot- I totally agree. I think this, this year has been worth it for the fish yeah. and, the ki- and the kitchen. Yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, and now let's go over to Ambridge itself Ooh. to catch up with Mr. Newbie and the latest on his relationship with his paramour Beverly Drains. That either <laughs> says paramour or paratrooper. I can't read it. <laughs> Lucy. What? We forgot to do. Oh, the bloody gap oh, again. Oh, our very, some very um, kind people at the Cider Shed, who is an alternative for Archer's podcast, Lucy, for anyone who didn't know, uh, they were very kind and they gave us some advice on what to do about the adverts. Yes. And, and resisted the urge to add you der brains at the end of it, which was kind. Because they've got the ads like lined up to a T. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, but ours is we, more mind the gap, isn't it? Really, That's, we, we didn't even. Dis- oh, we had a discussion about it this week. Yeah, and then we co- oh, we completely forgot to do it. So God knows if the ads already. If the ads been in, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. What was it? Let's know. Uh, well, 
Ring in. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, maybe next week we could uh, take Kerry's um, advice. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay, we'll find that gap. And there's a thing called a pin. Is there? there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I told you about the pin. Oh, yes, yes. We have yes. to unlock the pin. You basically, this is quite, it's quite complicated. Oh, you have to God. find, you have to do a gap of like three seconds or something. Mm. But then there's a pin that you oh. have to find. Oh, I think edit. I've seen that. Oh, right. Okay, so that's the pin. Do you think we could ask Mr. Newbie to do it? He likes things like that, doesn't he? Ask his friend Beverly. She, okay. She'll know all oh, about yeah, she will. gaps. Big yeah, gaps. Big <laughs> Gappy stuff. Slotting stuff in. She's an expert in all that. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> but anyway, thank you to the Cider Shed. Yes. Lucy. Yes. Other Archers podcasts are available. Yes. But um, we want to thank our, our friends for um, yes. helping us. Thank you that. very much. And, also and can not... I just also, sorry, I must not forget to do a big thank you to our reviewers because you know after our little yes. <laughs> little lapse in the in the reviews uh, um uh some lovely lovely people uh uh got us back up oh back up. yeah thank so you. we so now when you look at our reviews you don't just read about the shit audio quality <laughs> Um, uh, uh, we've had some really lovely reviews so thank you so much for doing that thank you very much that's very kind uh, isn't it really kind Uh, yes Yes. thank you and also people have started sending us stuff but more of that later well more of that (laughs) next week yes um oh yeah now we must do thank you now but now we must leave a gap for Mr Newbie another gap oh have we not done Mr Newbie no because we talked all through the gap for Mr Newbie so now we have to be quiet be quiet Hello, Mr Newbie here. I've settled into Ambridge and I thought I'd update you with how I've been doing. For those of you kind enough to inquire, I'm still getting on like a house on fire with Beverly Drains, and I mean that metaphor sincerely. As a relationship, it's terrifying, there's a lot of insurance claims, and at the end, we both have to be hosed down. Truly, I have found my soulmate and the delicate and fragile light of my life. Isn't that right, Beverly? Yes, darling. I've tried my best to immerse myself in village life. I joined the cricket team, but was kicked out again for being capable of hitting a cow's ass with a banjo. I offered to help Kirsty with the rewilding, but had only strimmed half of it before she became irate. I decided to help to clear the gay grables grounds instead, and had dug up an old tree in the grounds that looked a bit past its best when an elderly gentleman rushed up to me, arms flailing, shouting about somebody called Caroline. In the end, I escorted the elderly gentleman back to what he said was his home, a large house with an enormous limo outside being used as a turkey shed. Despite there being no estate agents in the village, people move house with astonishing ease and rapidity. A young couple, Mr and Mrs Sausage, with their impending twins, have moved house four times in the last year to my certain knowledge, totally without the aid of a landlord, letting agent or removal service. Admittedly, two of the moves were in and out of a sort of treehouse with a rope ladder above the shop, which would have been very tricky with a double buggy. There have been a series of miracles also. A mute woman regained her speech, which didn't seem to surprise anyone but me, but that might just have been because I was standing behind her in the shop when it happened, and she was dressed as an enormous rabbit with a hooter. The local policeman has been reincarnated as the second coming of our Lord, which again caused a little puzzlement to his wife, but everyone else took it in their stride. And a canal, a boat dock and a forest have all recently spontaneously appeared. 
Ambridge must be a nightmare for Google Maps. Beverly and I are content in our quiet life here in Ambridge. She wasn't intending to cohabit so soon with me, but she popped to the shop and when she came back someone else had moved into her house, so she was forced to live with me. Isn't that right, darling? Yes, darling. We don't socialise much. We went to the ball on Valentine's night, but the villagers seemed intent on asking a great many prurient questions about our hobbies and any surprising skills we might have, and after Beverly demonstrated one of hers, we decided to leave. Not many people can get an aubergine that far, so I was a little disappointed they weren't more impressed. But I am proud of my little woman, aren't I, darling? Yes, darling. So, that's that. It's a quiet life, but we're very content. We keep busy with the garden, watching the birds that Kirsty's encouraged to the village on the feeder. Which reminds me, we must get another side of buffalo, darling, as the Andean condors had the lot yesterday. We couldn't be happier, could we, sweetheart? Help me. Everything all right, darling? Yes, darling. You Mr. Newbie. <laughs> I bet the ad goes right there. If you visit <laughs> patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. And we are truly, truly madly deeply grateful. We really are. And we're in love with you all. Yes. Thank you. All of you. We want to snog you with tongues. Uh you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at Oh, this is so shit, isn't it? At, mm. at on Ambridge. On Twitter. I think I'm just going to say, you can find us on Twitter at on Ambridge. Yes. Why not? Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Oh, and if you want to catch up with what's been going on with uh, Beverly Drains, then uh, Mr. Newbie is at Newbie Couch. Oh, yes. Now. Definitely. It's the theme guy. The theme guy. The theme guy this week made me very happy because... Uh, it's a cracker, A. B, uh, the, there was a lot of dammit Marjorie negotiations going on in the House of Aldridge this week. And this was something that I was not allowed to listen to when I was, I was not allowed to watch this when I was growing up. But one, one, once my dad went on a, um, uh, where did he go? He went on a, sorry, I'm filling because I've lost the, thing um uh he went on a business trip to the holiday inn in bristol and we had a babysitter which was very 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 rare for for our family to have a babysitter and uh she was very nice and she let us listen to this um uh, which we were absolutely not allowed to do normally. So oh. it was hugely exciting and transgressive and everything else. So since then, I've had an enormous fondness for it. So, Harriet, you need to now talk because I am okay. trying to find <laughs> I need to the talk. thing. And then I'm going to listen and then I'm going to run. If yes, yes, okay. yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. But um, uh, so, yeah, Lucy's just uh, finding uh, the da, theme guy's uh, da, da, da. theme. I'm trying to guess. I was, I was Shall I give you some clues? People wore T-shirts about it. Neighbours? No, before Neighbours. Um... I don't really have a timeline before Neighbours. Does the name South Fork mean anything to you? South Park? South Fork. Well, no. Oh, you might not know it. Oh. Oh, dear. 
I think I need to get a theme guy who's like <laughs> my generation. No, because then <laughs> no one else will know what he's doing. I just snorted. I know. I just... I'm keeping that in. Definitely. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I just snorted. <laughs> Harriet, just snorting. <laughs> Harriet, just I revealed my true self. I've revealed that I'm from Hampshire. And, <laughs> and I did the most... Pig snort! Thing. I actually snorted. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Okay, you ready? Yep. Not the 18. Not this one. Alice. Yes. Why is JR? I, I was, I was but a baby. dramatic that was excellent <laughs> you can go now excellent go okay, and mop thanks. up some sick i'll go and mop up some sick and take some kids to gymnastics okay and i promise i won't be competitive mum with them okay. come on, guys higher come on. higher <laughs> faster, faster. <laughs> a bit wider and you'll be doing the splits come on guys i want to see a pull in your leggings yeah <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> never like that I don't care if they're good at gymnastics or not. I just want them to win the art competition. Yes. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for having me, Lucy. Thanks so much to the theme guy. That was awesome. Bye. Um, see you next week. Bye. Uh, I can carry on chatting now. She's gone. Um, uh, the, th- the reason that I loved this, especially the, 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 the Dallas thing from the theme guy, was uh, me and Mr. Newby were listening to it and we were both amazed that he managed to do the diddle little 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 bits that we both loved. So we were singing away like idiots. It was hilarious. Um, so I'm going to play it again now and bye-bye. We love you all. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.